Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Roma are back this weekend, Andy, against Genoa, against Shevchenko's Genoa. We have no idea what that will look like. I don't know why, but I checked uh, the odds before this match. Roma are not favored. Would you have believed that a Jose Mourinho Roma is not favored against Genoa? Okay. <laughs> if I would have told you this five months ago when we heard about Jose Mourinho, I don't, you would have thought I was playing a prank on you. Um, this is really weird. Almost as weird as the Violi Nation stuff that is struck across. Nothing can be as weird as that. Nothing. Nothing can be as weird as that. Everybody's heard about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore for obvious reasons. Um, Beyond the absurdity of it all, and I, I am starting to laugh at it. It has gotten a bit funny. Um, the only thing I have to be thankful for is that this is the closest I've come to potentially taking uh, Sarah Irani potentially out for like an espressino, not it's <laughs> not espresso, espressino, um, <laughs> cacao along the oh, wall oh, of the cup. No, Nutella all over the wall. Oh, of the no, cup, yeah. all over. I, yeah. <laughs> cacao as well um <laughs> uh, beyond that i think that's the only positive to come from it um even tank himself i i, I think i'm still blocked by him uh, like all of like 90 of twitter but anyway we're not here to talk about viola nation no. everybody knows my thoughts on it yeah. not fun but i don't know, know much more or even less fun this match against genoa could be yeah i was about to say it's if you're going well, if you're switching topics just to make it a little bit, a little bit more fun i'm not um, sure well, you... well we're checking off all of the boxes leading up to this one so uh, it looked like potentially smalling could make it back in time for this one he's already been ruled out um we've got the the, the transfer rumors going mad we have So we talked about Nacho in the previous episode, yeah, being linked to Roma since 2004, mm -hmm. it seems like. Mm -hmm. Herrera is pretty darn close, yeah, because, oh, man, yeah. I, I feel like he's played for Roma at least two seasons now. For Nacho, maybe 10. Uh, Herrera is at least two. I think Herrera was, uh, I think the first mention was in 2016. Oh, my uh, gosh. And and that's what that that's when we played. Remember when we played that fantastic qualifications for against the, Porto against Porto <laughs> and and lost it in spectacular fashion with Vermeilen masterclass. If I remember Vermeilen masterclass in the first one, and then in the De return Rossi match, the Rossi and Emerson masterclass in demolishing. <laughs> the legs of their opponents and i think the ross even put his guy in a wheelchair for like six months so mm, fantastic. Um, fantastic well genoa yeah. is coming up that's another dead Aussie classic where it gives the that's, slap to the, the um, slap to la padula yeah la padula. <laughs> you know some teams have like like their nightmares and you know didier drogba or thierry henry and we have them in Gianluca la padula um, mm. those are our nightmares thankfully tomorrow you know uh, on sunday There should be no Mattia Destro, so at least that's... The Portinho, for at least for now, is off of the table. <laughs> that's out of the way for but, now. But hold on, Pandev, man. 
Bandev is still going. Yeah, he is still, still going. going at the age of sixty nine. He still yep. plays. Yep, yep. And and he's <laughs> he's better than a lot of than a lot of people in this league somehow at thirty seven, which is in real. You know, it, it, when it when you translate his thirty seven years to a normal human being, as you said, it's sixty nine. So yes. Um, it's very impressive to to see. You know, it's it seems like every year he's renewing his contract for just another year, just another year. So yeah, for him. But he's a beast, and and that's another one that against Roma, you know, uh, his 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 uh, his heart just starts beating really fast, and he you know he turns into uh, a prime Ronaldo. Um, and it's uh it's a then right you know when you said the odds I, I'm. I'm thinking, well, the odds have to take into consideration Roma's recent form and Shevchenko coming in. You know, the, that will do it to you with when when the new manager comes in. We saw it against Hellas Verona. Hellas Verona were a joke, and then uh, Tudor uh, came in, and that was enough to to sort of lift their spirits up. And against Genoa, it'll be. It'll be just the same. I feel it. It'll be a difficult, very difficult game, and you you can't really prepare for this game because again, you're not you're not going you're not going up against the team that had no time at all to prepare with the new coach. No, no, Shevchenko, you know, has settled in. He's had a few days to to regroup. He's had a few training sessions with the players that uh, came back from international duty. So. You're not going up against the team that is just, you know, just uh, filled with 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 uh, you know new energy because of the new coach. No, they they went over some stuff. They know how to how to approach this game. Meanwhile, Roma, you know, they're looking at film or videos from from a Genoa team that was you know under Ballardini that may not be at all what what Shevchenko envisions and. And they're coming off a rough patch, and the big question mark is: Can they win? Can they win? Is you know, can this? Can they sustain the pressure? What happens if they don't win? So, um, the odds have to take that into account. And and to be honest with you, I'm 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 all behind the odds. I I, I really don't. When I look at this game, and I say people see people say this should be business as usual. That's usually what I say. And when you when you go up against these teams, but you know, you have to take into consideration the the circumstances, and Roma definitely do not go into this game uh, as the bigger team. You know, despite all the injuries that Genoa are dealing with, despite the fact that they've been a crap team so far this this year, um, I don't feel confident at all, and I don't even think that Roma themselves feel confident. I think this is going to be sort of the nice breaker. Um, it's gotta be. It's not gonna be a, a straightforward match. That that Holy I can I can shit. tell you. Wow. <laughs> uh, whew, okay. Man, this, this international break made you worse or le- feel less <laughs> better. My gosh. No, I'm, I feel very good. I'm just saying. You know, you, you know yeah. what I mean. I you know I thought maybe you're you're feeling better about this Roma. You're you know you're allowed to step back, get some fresh air. But... I feel good about this Roma. I'm just you know I'm just I feel good about this. This is me feeling good about this Roma. Oh my I'm just gosh. saying you know it's um you just gotta face it. I, it's one thing. The international break is great. You know you got you get to watch all your favorite movies. You don't have to 
deal with with post match conferences in Norway. You don't have to, you know, you don't you don't have to tune into a, 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 a shoddy stream in in in, in Arabic uh, on some weird <laughs> Bulgarian website. Um, you know, using a VPN that that says you're yeah, in Los Angeles, your you know, to, yeah, <laughs> just... your your VT, VPN to like Liechtenstein. Yeah, that's that's not gonna. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, sure, we 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 you know we we could skip it for two weeks. It was fantastic, um, but but the truth of the matter is, you lost against Venezia going into the international break. So. You lose against Venezia, you're not going to come out of the international break as the favorites. It, it won't happen. It wouldn't happen if it was Juventus. It wouldn't happen if it was Inter. It's not happening when it when it when it's Roma. This is a, a team that really has to prove more than their opponent. Generally, don't have to prove anything. They just have to fight back. They have to just stay stay in it a little bit, show some pride. Uh, Roma are the ones that need to sh- show that. They've, you know, they figure out their attack, that they've figured out their defense, that the the substitutes are up to it, that Mourinho is not going to go out there and, and say this or say that. That's that's all on Roma. That's what I'm saying. The, the pressure is on, and this doesn't look like a team that you'd label favorites um, going into this game. Mm. Well, uh... That was the kick to the groin. I I was not expecting so <laughs> early saying, on. It's We're be, ten it's minutes better, in, and... yeah, it's better. Yeah, exactly. It's better to, to to have it out of the way within the first ten minutes. No, I mean you wouldn't yeah, want I to suppose. have. A... <laughs> I, okay, I suppose. Well, the difficult one about this is that it's at the Ferraris. It's in Genova. For some reason, okay, I I didn't look at the weather report. There are two or three places where Roma always face them away and it is always shit weather. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every single time they go to Genova, regardless if it's Sampdoria or Genoa, every time, yeah. it's shit weather and yep. the pitch is soaking and we're dealing with rain again. And, I, and no the team idea. plays horrible. Yes. Yeah. Every single time there is something about that stadium, that place as beautiful as it is, some of the, in my opinion, the best, eh, I'm going to have to chew on that for a little bit. Some of the best cuisine in all of Italia, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Genova is, is gravely underrated in my opinion. Gravely. Um, beautiful place. For some reason, there is something there mm-hmm. that just does not allow them to play not the thing is when they go there they they don't play great they never like win beautifully there yeah every every match that i can recently recall i I don't even i don't even recall winning okay hold on i probably must have been a good result i should but what sticks out you know, it, both in Genoa and Sampdoria, it's it's it, what sticks out is the, the 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 terrible games, the ones where you you know. I remember uh, even in that last season with Spalletti, we went in there, we played in those uh, Fanta uh, bottle uh, colored <laughs> shirts. Yeah, those and, ugly. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah, and and uh, I remember Bruno Perez scoring his goal, and then we went on to lose it two one. And mm. uh, then I remember the other. 
the other game where uh, Antonucci was the uh-huh. labeled as as the savior because because he uh, got he off an assist, Jekyll. yeah, yeah, in like the 80th, 5th yes, minute or something. Of, like that. Pulled it directly out of his ass. Oh well, here we go. Okay, so uh, I talked purposefully right before that slowly to see if I could get the weather in time, and of course there is rain. There is rain out Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Roma, they play, it's in the evening, yeah? Sunday evening. Yes. Oh, wonderful. We have the late <laughs> match. That's a, if you're looking for a way to just, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, when, Thank when you, all Legos. the eyes yeah. of Italy are, are okay. on you. <laughs> so, all right. So here is the weather report. I, I'm going to have to do this. I, I don't know the mix between Celsius and... Uh, and Fahrenheit. I'm not that smart, <laughs> but uh, this is me trying to draw it out while I do this. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So uh, Sunday, it will be 16 Celsius, 59% chance of rain. Which, and you know, translated to, 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 to the Liguria region, it means that it will rain 120%. Yes. So. It, actually, I take that back. It says 82%. Um, see, it had to see it had to convert yes. into into Genova scale weather. Yeah, so Periods normally of normally it's fifty nine percent. Normally it's fifty nine percent for any other area. Then you go to Genova, and it, that translates to eighty percent chance. It does rain there. I mean, obviously, for anyone who doesn't know by the sea, constantly rains there. Oh, okay. I was looking at just eight a.m. Uh, okay. 96 percent chance of, of rain, course yeah. of rain at uh right before kickoff so this is uh, okay so yeah and every year and every oh, year there is that, that 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 um sort of i remember the, you know the the a number of times these games were postponed like yeah. and the team <laughs> and the team would stay behind you know they stay a day extra there or maybe they'd have to play at midweek so they you know it's just the weirdest things Every you time know, it's the, Genoa, I think of the referee going out there, throwing the ball in the air, and then the ball seeing just, if it bounces back. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just it just falls into the earth and makes a dent. Oh my gosh! This wow, is, we've set it up beautifully. This is, this is already this is already uh, shaping up to be quite the weekend. Oh yeah, my you you gosh. won't need to watch the match if if you listen to this. If you listen to this, you'll you'll see the whole game just in front of your eyes as we we're talking. Yeah, you've you know? watched it at least. I mean, if you've been supporting Roma for more yeah. than one year, you've, you've seen, seen three hundred three hundred yes. versions of this. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, okay, let me, let me set it up. So, you know, like, like a screenplay. Um, I can just take the podcast we've done previously after after Roma. For sure. Play play in Genova. You know, you know, it's, it's that it's a fade in exterior Mm, uh, Stadio Ferrari's night. Uh, You know, the, 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 the game is about to begin. 
the rain starts to intensify. Both teams are about to walk onto the pitch to train before the final, the the first whistle. Um, but the rain is too heavy, so both teams have to go inside, wait it out. We don't know if the game is gonna play out. Fans are waiting. They're holding umbrellas over their heads, newspapers, whatever. Finally, they decide to play. The rain intensifies even more. The ball moves, you know, very, very slowly. The game is boring. There is a very hard foul for one team. Then there is a very hard foul for the this other team. This is so team. vivid. Wow. At least at least one man goes down with a very serious injury. One gets Somebody gets a red card at some point, whether it's the manager, a player with a second yellow card. Some There is a red there. Then there <laughs> is a, a, a very lucky goal for one team. And then there is a, a deserved goal for another team in the final minutes. And the whole game was very disappointing. The end. That's, that's basically your... You're, All right, um... everybody, have a good weekend. Um, <laughs> oof, okay. So, oh, my word, given all of that, I don't even know how to calibrate properly expectations or what we can, I mean, even under normal circumstances, Roma struggle anytime they face either oh, of the sure. Genovese. Yep. Uh, yep. Under normal circumstances, okay? Yep. So, for this... Uh, the thing is, too, you know, during the international break, what really, I, I mean, did Roma recover anybody? We th- Again, we thought it'd be Smalling. We already know he's out now. They're, they're leaking that to everybody. He won't be available. Uh, it's not as if Mourinho came out to quell tensions. Diago Pinto did. Whether or not he did a, a great job at doing that, Um we can leave that up for debate because more or less, what was his his message? Uh, don't expect much in January. Well, yeah, but and, and you know we, this is uh, what Mourinho says. It's 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 what Mourinho says, and it's his brand, and it's the truth. But that's what he says, and we don't complain about it, and we love him, and uh, we move on. And I mean, again, if I, I try to, you know. A lot of people see this January as as the you know the month where everything changes. Yeah. I don't know if everything changed. Not, nothing ever changed for Roma unless you really go way back to when El Sharawi and Perotti came in in January, and that's sort of you know, and, and along with Spalletti, so that were two you know really big changes, uh, and that was really. I mean that that's really the exception to the rule because that's yes. when that's when you managed to get something out of a season where everything just looked looked and felt hopeless you managed to to reinvigorate that that team and strengthen it um but but I you know otherwise January has always been the month where you know a lot of the you know the the dirty laundry comes out a lot of mm. a lot of you know like last year the, that whole stuff with Jacob, the saga just came out in January and it was constantly, oh, is he going to leave? Is Sanchez from Inter going to come? You know, that stuff where before that it was, oh, is Di Francesco going to leave finally? Is going to get sacked? Is You know, that stuff, always like that. So it, it, I would consider it a miracle if, if somebody really came in to strengthen the midfield, you know, somebody that could really come in and impose themselves and then, 
um, because aside from that, January is usually the the month where I don't even think that the really good teams figure things out in January. Like I, I, I even I try to think of like a team where the, a really good team that had a problem and they solved it in January. I don't. I can't really think of anything. Um, hmm. Well, I, I guess that was sort of my my next thing to discuss before we go is like what is the the lightning bolt that if 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 there is one at all that uh, spurs on the team that clicks for them whatever metaphor you want to use i mean beyond just getting better i don't really see you know what the what the thing and i'm using the word thing with the air quotes like you know what is the 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 thing we can envision to snap this team out of it you know you know for instance spalletti coming in that was the thing uh, along with a big january transfer market mm-hmm. for here we've already been told that the market were pretty constrained for january okay so more or less, this is what we have, aside from maybe a small name coming in. It's difficult to sort of, I understand why Tiago Pinto said it. I absolutely do. But it's also kind of deflating almost in a way where you're kind of like, oh, well, that sucks. At least you had the hope of January where even if you didn't want to believe with Andy and I warning you that nothing big is going to happen, you could at least uh, have the you know they say ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. You know you you well, could have at least <laughs> fooled yourself but, into thinking somebody. No, I know. Uh, yeah, but but I mean, uh, but everybody says it. I mean, Barcelona say, it, Inter say it, Manchester United say it. It's uh, you know January is not really again, especially in these circumstances, COVID. It's <laughs> that January becomes even more a month of. What's what's new? What's up? You know what's happening? Right. Nothing's happening. You know that kind of thing. It's just okay. Uh, and if something happens, it's very minor. You know, um, maybe now there is a lot of talk because there is a lot of free agents up upcoming in the summer of 2022. So, um, but but otherwise, you know, I don't even think that it's deflating what Tiago Pinto says. Tiago Pinto says what what I thought all along and what I think. Uh, this this team was all about this season. If they want to be better, they have to bring it out themselves. There is no more excuses because there is no, you know, last year you had the excuse, oh, this is Fonseca's second year. Everybody's tired of Fonseca. Nobody believes him. Fonseca's lost it. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, Jack is unhappy. You know, there is tension in the locker room. No. Now I'm all I'm hearing from every single Roma player, it doesn't matter if it's Felix, if it's El Sharawi, if it's Pellegrini, if it's Vistante, uh, you know, everybody's happy. Everybody's working. Everybody uh, is on good terms with each other. Everybody's helping each other out. Uh, everybody considers everybody important. So there is not a, a a big margin between apparently between the substitutes and you know it seems like a all you know a happy family. And the idea is that we gotta get better. You know that this is not an overnight process. You know this is not not overnight success. This is not instant team. This, that's what Tiago Pinto said. And I I do think that from everything that these players have said so far, and and you know that it seems like everybody is aware of the fact that if they want to get better, you have to do it yourself. If 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 you if these players 
for years, some of them have been saying, you know, we are growing. We want to make the next step. This is it. This is the this is the season where you you toughen it out. You learn you learn how to deal with with these problems. You you, you learn how to deal with these bad stretches. Because previously, you know, you had all kinds of excuses. Previously, you've 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 had to deal with it. Maybe you failed to do so. Now is the time to 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 uh, to overcome it. You know, with with success. Uh, that's why you brought in Mourinho. You didn't bring in Mourinho to to be like, oh, it's November and we play like shit. Get out. No, that's not. You didn't bring him. No, you didn't pay him all that money. You didn't bring bring the big name just to let him go. After three months, no, you br- you brought that big name because the previous names were labeled as incompetent, as too soft, as the, you know, the, uh, they lose the locker room, they the team doesn't have any fight in them, you do, you know that that kind of stuff. You brought him in to deal with these situations, and and for that to happen, obviously, you can't expect him to just. Like that, at the snap of a finger, the team just comes out of this international break, and all of a sudden they're racing towards the scudetto. That's not going to happen. But but what can happen is that this team learns to to believe in themselves, to be confident despite results not going their way, despite this, despite that, the referee, the, the you know, because all too often we they've made excuses for themselves, and and this is I think the perfect. Season. Everybody set it up like that. The Friedkins, the 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 Tiago Pinto. This season, it was not going to be the season where it all happens for Roma. Mourinho signed the three-year contract not because you know uh, he wanted to get out of it as as fast as he can. No, because he wanted actually to settle in somewhere, do something that didn't involve the pressure of oh, you got all these magnificent players. You got, you know, you got Son, you got Harry Kane, you got Hugo Lloris, you know. No, you you got you have this team. You have to teach them this, and hopefully, this team can be better in the future. That's it. So for me, you know, not deflating at all. I actually think that it was, it's it's a pretty good thought that that. You know, the, the, this team cannot cannot run away from themselves. They cannot. They will not have that excuse of oh, in January this and this comes in. You know, oh, in January we'll we'll sort it out. No, January, it's it's a whole different story. And maybe something will happen, maybe not. But what you have to do under Mourinho, and we we have Mourinho there in place for you, so that you get better. You know, that's what that's what Tiago Pinto said. We brought in Mourinho to to make our players better, and 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 that's all there is to it. The, it has to the response has to come from inside. It has to be that because too often we've seen this team defeated. This team just oh you know we don't have the motivation. We don't have this. We don't have that. We need the market to resolve issues. No, you don't. You have Mourinho, who whose job is to. To, to motivate you and, uh, and 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 learn to react and you have to react it has to come from you oh 100% before we go though you know i think that we all had these preconceived notions once we heard about Jose Mourinho guys who could thrive and do well under him and i have to say if we're talking about just margin for improvement okay 
I think there's several that we could point to. I mean, I mean the whole team. I, I, I mean, who has done uh, exceptionally well above the rest? I think we can maybe name only a couple. I besides Patricio, Patricio, yeah, Pellegrini. Besides those two, nobody comes to mind immediately. I have to say, though, if we're just talking about one or two names that come to our mind or minds immediately, for me, it's Gianluca Mancini and Veritu. I think those two have been so underwhelming, so underwhelming, which is interesting because I thought that if I, I forget who we I, I know we mentioned these two specifically for being Jose Mourinho players that they no, would I said, no, under I, said, I said, I said, I said, you know, personally, I said Mancini, uh, Karsdorp, and Cristante. For okay. Me, those two were going to be. Yeah, Mancini, I think for everybody was a for sure, no questions asked. But I do think he, he the, the, the thing is that, you know, performance wise, maybe we haven't seen it, but, but there clearly is trust between the two and there's yes. a lot of understanding yes. because. He, he keeps having out, him out there. And if somebody rests, it's Ibanez, not Mancini. Exactly. So clearly he sees something in him, both tactically and I think from a, a personality standpoint. But for me, those two are the ones that if we're just talking about margin, you know, for Tammy Abraham, it's very clear that the ability is there um, and that he's young. He'll grow into this. For Veretu and Mancini, though, I mean, these guys have been a part of Roma, both of them entering their third season. So for them to be playing at a lower level than I think all of us would expect is the thing that has been most confusing and disappointing to me. Is there anyone else, just as we end here, that for you just has to pull something more out in this second part of the season, I mean, we're right. only in match day 13, but you know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like uh, Zaniolo well, too, I think, but, but, but you Zaniolo, can understand yeah, that. But, but that's, that's, understand, understand that. That, that's yeah. understandable. And there's a lot of really unnecessary talk about that. Very unnecessary. It's, yes. And it is, you know, it's even, it, again, these, you know, this, this kid essentially missed two years of, of his career because of injuries. So it's the point, Point point out to me somebody that wouldn't struggle, you know. Even a guy like Totti um, would struggle because that's what happens when you have great technique, when you have that touch, and you come away with with two really heavy injuries that sideline you for as long as they did to him. That touch will will get rusty, and you'll have to learn again what your strengths are because those are going to be different too. So he's figuring it out, and he'll take his time and i think roma are fully on board with that um for me it's always gonna be you know mkhitaryan because mm. he's a big time player apparently I mean, he's a he's call. a big name he's a big name player spoken of a contract recession i've seen some stories yeah that I mean, that yeah that he'd be willing to walk away uh in january you know listen i mean i if the guy feels bad if the guy is unhappy i get it probably because he you know, he was assigned, you know, he's being assigned different tasks. He doesn't see the goal as much anymore. He does, you know, it's, it's different. And, and what Mourinho asks of him now forces him to, to, to step a little bit back, but, but he, you know, he gets everything wrong and he doesn't really contribute. He actually makes the team worse, I think. And, and, uh, but that's a player that you have at your disposal because he's supposed to, have gone through these moments and and be able to 
to react. He's supposed to be the guy that pulls a goal out of his backside. That's, you know, uh, you know, when the team struggle, you want somebody like Mikitarian to, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of what Mikitarian hasn't been doing, El Sharawi has been doing to an extent. El Sharawi's presence off the bench. I, I think that it would, it would be great if Mikitarian could be dropped to the bench so that he could be able to, to give us those kinds of performances like El Sharawi that, um, will you know will come off the bench no problem no complaints and score a goal here or there you know and and you you want that you want that that's why you pay you're paying all that money to to Mkhitaryan and and Minoraiola because because he's supposed to be the veteran that you know last year had easily his best year sort of stat, statistics wise of all his career and and you know he's reunited with a manager that. He supposedly he's put all his past issues you know behind him and 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 you have him so that when the team struggles and when they need to to hold on to something he is that something and so far he's been you know he's not been that and and actually he's been sort of working even against the team you know you see him sometimes mess up the easiest of passes the easiest of touches slow which i can understand if you know if at that age you get fatigued but still there are some things that just you 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 just have to shake your head because sometimes the, the, the decisions the the just the lack of effort are 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 glaring and and you cannot have that at this point at this point, even in the in the season, at this point, in 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 terms of of the form of Roma, you just you just can't have that. It's unacceptable. So for me, Mkhitaryan is sort of like the 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 big number one suspect when mm. we're talking about who you know who's been disappointing so far in this campaign. Yeah, the, yeah, you won't find anybody who who disagrees with you on that. Okay, well, we've set this up swimmingly for for this weekend. I don't know if you, if you weren't excited before, then you yeah. certainly are now. <laughs> you absolutely are now. So hopefully you have as much fun as I'm sure we've uh, envisioned. And keep checking the weather forecast. Yeah, please. Please do that. Yes. All right, everyone. We will be back after the weekend. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy yeah, enjoy everything beforehand. Well, depending on where you live, obviously, uh, <laughs> with the fact that there are time zones, I either apologize or yeah. maybe view this as a good thing <laughs> that it's that it's right at the end of uh, of the weekend. So we will be back again on Monday. Uh, until then, ciao, ciao.